Hey, and welcome back to The Hunt for Crimson. Back with a Senior Day special. Caleb with me. How you doing, brother? I'm good. That's awesome. So uh, a little bit late in the week this time. Everything went wrong this week, man. But we we're, we're here, and we're getting something in before this Oregon State, this pivotal Oregon State game. <laughs> yeah, a lot of travel last weekend for me, so I got back kind of late, so things weren't working out. I had to watch the coup game in the back of a limo on my phone, and... It was just not the best way to watch it, but whatever, you know. It was I. We got the dub, so. Yeah, then you came back, and there was like no internet. No internet. Like, yeah, everything. Everything went wrong uh, as far as getting this podcast out earlier. But excited to do it before senior day. Yeah. So, uh, so big time game. Both teams five and five. Oregon State has come on during the Pac-12 season. Yeah, they uh, they turned things around this year. So. Uh, it's not the game that I thought it would be, the tune-up game before you dub but uh, that's what I saw this as at the beginning of the season. And as the season progressed, it looked more and more dangerous, and we're here. It's dangerous. Uh, <laughs> it sure is. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it, though. At least we have a, a pivotal game, and we have a reason to be completely engaged as Coug fans at this point in the season. So I'm all about it. I'll talk about the chill for a minute, because it seems like the same... Uh, the same degreeage if you will as uh, as the last few weeks maybe slightly colder but it feels ridiculously colder there's it, like why this, is this it is, colder it feels colder like i don't know it's the same degree yeah like you said the same degrees but oh um, man it's it seems a lot more chilly of course i did just come from la where it's 88 yeah but, but I, I mean i've been here though <laughs> and it feels like it's it's a new degree of cold right now it's <laughs> right through the bones Mm-hmm. So, uh, so not looking forward to that on Saturday night, as I will be out there in the cold cheering on the Cougs with uh, hopefully a good crowd. Students are going to be gone, so that's a tough one, yeah, man. It's real the tough. weekend going into Thanksgiving break, you got the Apple Cup on the next Friday, right? And then you have a 6 p.m. kickoff. And is it, it why the Pac-12 has literally just given? Wazoo, the thumbs down this year. Mm-hmm. 50 days, one home game. Yeah. And now you get the 6 p.m. kickoff on Thanksgiving break, uh, the beginning of Thanksgiving break. And then, of course, you have the infamous Black Friday Apple Cup. Yeah, man. Which is just... That's killer. It's That's terrible. killer. Yeah, I mean, and, and about considering, that for years, but. considering this game is on Pac-12 Nets, I don't understand why... Something else couldn't have been arranged, but whatever. We'll still cheer on our coups. I've I've got nothing else going on Saturday, so I know why it couldn't be arranged. <laughs> because uh, after that USC incident last year, uh, the powers that be were not happy with how Leach uh, handled that situation, and then that it got out. And uh, yeah, I think there's a little bit of uh, payback. Yeah, maybe. No, maybe. I think so. So, anyways, fourteen seniors this this year um, have had a tough year. I mean, <laughs> let's just be frank about it. There was there was a lot of uh, promise going in the season. There was a lot of hope. Uh, we had Pac-12 championship on the brain going in. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, top twenty was uh, right there for us, and and uh, well, never quite materialized into what it was supposed to. After that, just crushing soul crushing loss to UCLA. Yeah. Up. We're still we're still suffering from that. Yeah, one. yeah, so. But that being said, 
the win at St- or win uh, versus Stanford last week here uh, was huge. Kudos to the Cougar fans. Sold out Dad's weekend. That was awesome to see. When I when I picked up my phone to watch a little bit of the game, I didn't know what to expect, and it was cool to see a full Martin Stadium. That's packed. I mean, that had to just inspire the guys. I mean, they've they've had a rough year, and so to come out to that must have just been uh, maybe it is what what gave them the edge. But you know, uh, good job, Cougar fans. Yeah, absolutely. So. We're not going to talk about that game. It's a little late in the week. You've heard all about it. You've seen mm-hmm. it a few times, hopefully, probably, mm-hmm. maybe. Um, so we're going to talk about Oregon State and these seniors. Um, so it's a senior day special is what we're doing. So we're going to kind of go over maybe a, a, a few memories of each player. Yeah. Um, or, or maybe our favorite players or, or whatnot. The let's ones run. that we have memories of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so let's uh, go through the list real quick. Marcus Strong, the cornerback. Uh, Desmond Patton, our receiver. Frederick Mauangoa, the the four year starter at senior uh, at uh, center, excuse me. Robert Valencia, uh, he's the left guard, starting left guard. Um, Calvin Jackson Jr., the last chance you star, coming uh, coming from Mississippi State, uh, or from the state of Mississippi rather. Uh, Missiona Iolopotea Bay. <laughs> I got that one this time. Aesop Winston, of course, the explosive receiver. Trey Tinsley, who has been a teammate to the very last, a coup through and through. Anthony Gordon, of course, your Pac-12 leading and actually national leading passing mm-hmm. passing champion. Um, right now, he is actually uh, just taken the single season mark for uh, touchdown passes at Wazoo. Mm-hmm. 39 for the year, and still two. Hopefully, fingers crossed, three games to go. Namdi Aguayo, Tristan Brock, Carson Block, Gage Gubrud, of course, the Eastern Washington transfer, and Brandon Arcanado. Mm-hmm. Thoughts from that group? Well, let's let's just go down the list. All right, let's start with Marcus Strong. What do you got for Marcus? What was your favorite? Of course, it's got to be the the well the near pick six. I'm gonna call it a pick six anyway. Last year, in the <laughs> in the bowl game, in the bowl. Um, bowl, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, 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 and he was robbed. He was robbed. <laughs> you know, um, sticking the ball out. I've seen that play about 15 times this year, and not once have I seen a flag on it. Well, you have to have somebody close enough to you. Give me a. If break. you have somebody close enough to you, according to the Arizona Dude, I've State seen, refs, I've seen the flag thrown and picked up. That this year, this year with a man right there. Yeah, because he said there was somebody close to him, so it warranted him reaching the ball out. I don't know, I don't get it, but mm, yeah, Marcus, no, that was that was an awesome moment. Um, for Marcus Strong, I think one of my favorite memories. From him was uh, he had I'm trying to remember exactly the circumstances, but he had a deflected pass against Utah that all but like sealed the game, and I just remember that the, hmm. the uh, this he is he put his arms up and just yeah no now this was there were a couple plays like that against Utah we had but Marcus Strong in particular I remember I remember him knocking the ball away and it. It pretty much sealing the game for us against Utah. I can't oh. remember what year, but I just remember that's when I w- became a Marcus Strong fan and supporter because mm-hmm. um, I hadn't heard his name before that point. So 
Um, yeah, I, I've Marcus has provided us a lot of good defense over the years mm. and a lot of frustrating moments. Um, <laughs> True. He he's not the most talented guy like out there. Quite honestly, he's not. He doesn't have a lot of speed. But one thing I appreciate about Marcus since he's gotten here is he's played with a lot of heart and mm. a lot of intensity. And he wasn't quite the dancer as Marcellus Pippins was, or nobody was quite that. <laughs> no, that was he, next level. He was never, he was never the hype man like that. But he right. always played with spirit. He always plays with uh, intensity, and um, we just thank you for for the times, Marcus. Uh, you put in a lot of effort and blood, sweat, and tears into this team, and we appreciate it. His time for how much. His time has gone entirely too fast. It has. I kind of yeah. feel like it's unfortunate that that first year uh, was before this four game uh, redshirt rule because he'd ha- he'd be a junior right now with that redshirt rule. Yeah. Um, or, or at least I'm I'm pretty sure he was right on the precipice there. But they could have used him differently. But uh, how about that pick against Oregon down in yeah. Eugene? Yeah, that was a that big was a one. big time. Uh, that was almost a game sealer too at at that point in time mm-hmm. and the big run back. So. Marcus, you're uh, you're appreciated. You're undersized, and uh, you just work real hard. We we uh, of course uh, love Marcus Strong. So Desmond Patton, Patman, Patman, Patman. Can I say it? <laughs> Desmond Patman, big receiver. He has worked real hard to become um, probably the best looking wide receiver as far as like NFL uh, body and. And, uh, I don't know, really great hands. Um, don't know how much of a chance he'll get. Hopefully he gets a look. But he's got the size, 6'4", you know, 230. He's got, like, yeah, got that rock solid, just I'm going to beat you up type <laughs> body. Like, corners don't like seeing him out on the air. No. So. <laughs> no, they always try to hit him extra hard and then get hit. <laughs> so, and then surprised when he kind of runs by him, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, big moment for Desmond was when he kept catching passes against Colorado for me. Hmm. Um, Colorado, and then there was also the Stanford game when he kind of took over that second half last year. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, because he caught like four or five straight passes when we were he did we were he really did. struggling on the same route just over and over again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that poor cornerback was just like stop, stop it. <laughs> yeah, for for me. I have I have two good Desmond Patman moments that uh, just to me were his signature moments. Um, what well one was a signature moment, one was a personal moment. So the first one was when uh, when he caught the ball against Oregon, he caught the touchdown. Oregon had stormed back somehow in that game uh, when we had mm. game day here last year. Mm-hmm. They had stormed back in that game. And we, for some reason, just couldn't do anything offensively. But then we drove the field, and the pass went flying over the middle. And I thought, oh, no. <laughs> I, all I could think was, oh, no, this is, this is bad. Oh, and then my. Patman just rose above the rest of the, really everybody did. and caught the pass over his shoulder. That was an impressive catch. I and mean, I think he had almost the exact same catch in the Alamo Bowl. Yeah. Uh, it was it was kind of crazy to see him pull it off twice. I but don't even know if there was the catch itself or the survival of the ground that was, like, yeah. way more impressive. Yeah. Because he came down in some awkward position. Yeah. So, Desmond has a lot. I mean, we could pick from a lot of things. Yeah. Um, but then the other, the other time is I met him in person and... 
we got to talking about, um, you know, playing video games and we're talking about the NCAA franchise. <laughs> and it was just really cool to have that conversation with him because he was, I mean, knowing that these kids are still playing NCAA 14, just bring it back already. <laughs> just bring us back yeah, come NCAA. It's <laughs> time. It's funny. These kids are still playing NCAA in uh, 2019. So... I mean, the game was made in 2013, so, wow. Speaking of that, let's talk about that, because we have uh, the mod, the Madden mod. Mm. You have been just going ham on the Madden mod. Yeah, so there's a, uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, Madden uh, has come to the PC recently in the last two years, Uh, and that means that you're allowed to, well, not allowed, but you're able to mod it. Uh, so add your own textures and stuff like that, yeah. working with the game files. So um, there's a group of guys that created a mod that had college football in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they, they put a few 32 of what they figured were the college football staple teams mm-hmm. or most popular teams at the time. And WSU wasn't in it. So I went out of my way to make WSU. And this is actually, it's funny because... Uh, I talked to Desmond about this, and I showed him WSU in the Madden game, and he was he was excited about it. He was like, "Oh, look, that's me!" And then he's like, "There's Tay." Um, it was just really cool to see that I could give them some representation in that. I just made my own mod and put it on the side, but the mod was decent enough to where those guys actually reached out to me this year, and I'm actually part of that team. Uh, so I'm I, I brought WSU into that and. Uh, you know, just uh, it, now they're part of it, or they will be uh, pending some stuff. So just exciting. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, it, we're doing stuff to bring NCAA until they finally get this all the way back. So uh, And, you know, give WSU some representation uh, where not a lot of teams are getting it because they could only have 32 teams because you could just replace NFL teams in the mod. Uh, we found a way to add some more, so... Uh, it's it's been cool working on that project and uh, repping the Cougs and making sure that they're properly uh, represented in these in these mods until we can get something from EA or something officially licensed uh, to play our Cougs once again in a video game where if you don't like the result of the game you just watched you can hop on your Xbox and make it right. Yes, sir. Or get really frustrated trying. <laughs> But if you don't make it right, you can always start over. <laughs> Anyways. So, and that's no joke, people. This is like, this is crisp. This mm-hmm. is a uh, level, level one stuff. Level, well, it depends on. Uh, depends on the scale, what level Depends it on is. if one is highest or ten is highest. <laughs> yeah. This is no, high I've, level I've had a fun time doing it, and I'm glad, I'm glad to represent the Cougs and give the Cougs a voice in that community. Yeah, so that's uh, that's big time work. Before that, uh, when the NCAA was still around, I had actually started for two years um, helping with the uh, uh, actually the same same kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Given um, the guys that were working on the game, I was actually talking to them and giving them feedback on the Cougs and the Pac-12, and so that was kind of cool for me. So I understand like yeah. where that comes from. So that's really awesome. Yeah, we just we just want to be able to. We want to watch our Cougs. We want to cheer for our Cougs. We want to rewatch the games, but we also want to play as the Cougs. So, I mean, I mean, we're just all in. Mm-hmm. Committed. Let's uh, <laughs> totally committed. 
Frederick Malengoa, the four-year starter at center. Of course, line is a little more difficult unless you see a pancake block or something. But from the center, he has just been the model of consistency. He's gone through yeah. <laughs> like four different offensive lines he's had. So until this year, what were the three straight years of uh, of, of All-Americans mm-hmm. that he played with? Mm-hmm. And, and as the center, you're making all the calls um, as far as like who's blitzing, all the blocking calls, all that stuff. And uh, man, the Cougs have been just amazing the last couple of years in giving up sacks or not giving up sacks rather. Mm-hmm. And just, uh, man, I mean, what else can you say? They've been just pretty solid. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of the credit used to go to Gardner Minshew for his mobility. Mm-hmm. But I don't think Anthony Gordon has, to my surprise, moved much more than Luke Falk did. And we're still pretty low on our sack <laughs> average. So There are times when he moves a lot less than Luke. <laughs> <laughs> There's times where he doesn't move at I, all. I he have just not seen there. anybody as statuesque as Anthony Gordon. <laughs> and that's not a knock. That's just like that's just what it to, is. to have him be able to sit there and stand and literally just look one side to the next with no... Buddy in his face mm-hmm. is uh, that's, that's a your, classic that's example. We've given up what fourteen sacks on the year. It's impressive. Um, that's really impressive. I mean, for a team that passes it as much, we've passed it two hundred more times than the next uh, next closest team. Wow. Yeah. Just at least in the Pac-12. I'm, I'm not sure how that breaks out in the uh, national. We'll have to look at that up. But anyway, Frederick uh, is is done just a fantastic job. Will be missed. Uh, we have a guy behind him, uh, Brian Green, that's uh, that's going to be a junior next year, and he will be good as well under Fred's uh, ever steady eye. So, yeah, yeah. So, um, real good stuff. Robert Valencia, it came to us what two years ago mm-hmm. um, uh, from junior college, one of the higher rated guards and tackles in in uh, junior college. Yeah, <clears throat> and. Um, He's been he's been a really interesting story. He actually got an extra year this year. Um I'm assuming because of injury, I believe, but uh he actually graduated last year, so he was part of the senior day last year and then got news after the season that he would get an extra year, so he got to come back and be a starter, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um and again, the line has just been fantastic. So he's done a really good job. You looking up uh Mr. Valencia? Yeah. I was uh, I was just reminded of one picture where he especially looks like The Rock. <laughs> Why does this boy look like The Rock in this picture? I'm just showing Josh a picture we from uh, training camp, and I remember seeing it. And I'm like, well, do we got The Rock playing for us or what? Wouldn't that be awesome? It's just the angle and everything. He usually doesn't look like The Rock, but in that picture, he does. Anyway, got the headband going on. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty funny. So there's our. Big memory on Robert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Calvin Jackson Jr., Last Chance You Star. If you don't know, that's a Netflix uh, CJ? series. Yeah, CJJ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know what? Here's the problem with Calvin. He's actually not going to be doing, a, well, as far as this is concerned. So there's only 13 seniors this year doing this because Calvin is redshirting. He's still got another game to play to be able to redshirt for next year. Okay. So he'll be back. I didn't realize that he had another game that he could. Yeah, he's only played in three games. Wow. Yeah, okay. They've done a great job. Well, I mean, I guess it depends on how you 
how you uh, break it down, but Brandon Arcanado has been playing so uh, incredibly. Well, quite that. honestly, we need CJ back next year with the, what we're losing at receiver. So that is that's really exciting news to me. To get him and Jameer Calvin back next year mm. is going to be, well, Jameer was coming back anyway, but um, to add those two pieces back into the offense after a year basically off. Yeah. Um, that's going to be pretty explosive, so yeah. that's really cool to see. CJ, I think... W- Everybody's memory of him was the uh, Arizona game. Man, did he have a great game. That, that's probably the game Scooting of his across career. the middle. Yep. With his candy cane socks. Yep, candy cane socks. <laughs> the, so everybody kept saying that was a tape job. He had sweatbands. Hey, no tape. Yeah, for some Why would reason, you tape your... For some reason, people kept saying that was an impressive tape job. Nobody taped anything. Those, those were sweatbands. Sure over, was. Those were perfect crimson, circles. <laughs> over All of crimson them. socks, yeah. So, no tape. People, get it right. Y'all crazy. I don't think it even matters, but, you know. We'll see those candy cane socks again. Yeah, heck yeah. (laughs) Uh, Misiona, Iola Patua Bay. Mm -hmm. Senior, of course, from Australia. Mm -hmm. We went overseas for the last time we went to Australia, I think, was Aaron Baines for basketball. And that worked out quite nicely. Isn't, uh, isn't, um... No, never mind. I was thinking of different Australian players. I was, I was, you know, you can just take take a guess that you're punished from Australia, and you might be right. But I don't think he is. <laughs> I think that's somebody take a else. Guess that Oscar Dragicevich is from Huto, Texas. <laughs> I wanted to guess Texas. Real quite close, honestly. Real close. <laughs> I would not have guessed Texas. For oh, my Dermis. goodness. A, Mace, a mother Russia, maybe. <laughs> Macy has been coming on. He's played uh, a nice role this season as a as the starting nose tackle. Last year, he kind of um, hit in the background till about the, the last three or four games of the season. And, of course, he had a couple plays in the Alamo Bowl. Um, just been really for not playing football till the last few years. Mm-hmm. Nisi he, is a great story, man. He really is. He's a great, like, you, you listen to his story, you listen to what he's been through. It, it's amazing uh, where he's, how far he's come. And one of the things about him, one of my favorite moments, actually was his interview with Yogi Roth before mm. this season. Okay. Just learning so much about him and learning about that our team isn't just, like, you know, everybody just come, comes out of high school, they play ball here and move on. I mean, everybody had a different path to our team, it seems. Yeah. Everybody's got a story on our team, and it's it's kind of cool that we're reaching far and wide to get our players, and they've, uh, for the most part, performed. And it's it's impressive to see what we have been able to do with a, with a team of, quote-unquote, misfits. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're looking at, if we win one of the next two games, we're going to... A bowl for only what the that'll be our twentieth bowl mm. ever. So I mean we're putting together a bunch of misfits and making it work here, um, not to our highest hopes, but to higher hopes and higher performance than other teams. So I, I mean you you gotta appreciate it, and um, I Misi is one of those guys that really I just I'm blown away. Uh, how he got here and how he became a starter on this team. So that's a that's quite the journey. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, my favorite, actually, <laughs> uh, memory of him is watching not even a Coug game. It's uh, it was watching in the preseason. 
it was in a preseason or like one of the first couple games uh, where they were showing a uh, <laughs> a video of him in Australia just running people over. And it was pretty comical. Mm-hmm. One, of those, one of those throw on the, mm-hmm. the old 50 cartoons or 50s cartoons uh, songs. Mm-hmm. Just running over people. <laughs> you could almost throw him in black and white and just watch him dominate the, the seeming kids that he was up against. <laughs> just <laughs> just a huge man, runs really well. Uh, just And he's been working on his craft. Uh, came here, like I said, with not much American football um, experience. And he's just worked really hard and... He's been like like Caleb said, he's a great story. I'm counting bowl games as I don't think we're uh, up to twenty. We're not two. up to twenty. This is the, we're, we're at fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. seems like fifteen going on twenty. Hopefully, uh, yeah. I'm, um, yeah. That's that's still just a, an a, astonishing stat to me. Fifteen bowl games ever. I mean, I know wild. bowl games aren't what they used to be, but I'll tell you what: if we get to one this year, I'm still gonna enjoy the heck out of it. <laughs> I don't know about you, brother, but I'm gonna enjoy the heck out of it. Unless, well, the the most likely scenario right now, and I'm not saying that it's not okay. Well, I'll just say it. the the most likely scenario is probably the Las Vegas Bowl at the mm-hmm. moment. So if that happens, that bowl's selling out because mm-hmm. Cougs Cougs love Vegas. Everywhere will go to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That will be. The best atmosphere of the year, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, just thinking about that's pretty, pretty wild. I mean, you, you, I think we'll enjoy enjoy a game like that. If I think we might have a fireball guy sighting if we go to Vegas. One <laughs> might have a few. That's you got to remember the Sun Bowl um, fireball guy about four years ago. He actually posts on Coog Fan all the time. He's got his picture that there with the. Oh no! no Oh man! Yeah, in the freezing, in the snow, Uh, not unlike the day today, (laughs) but with more snow. It's supposed to snow four days next week, by the way. So good thing the Apple Cup's in Seattle. I'm not looking forward to that because, well, as long as the weather holds up for the trip, because I'm going over uh, for that. So go early. Well, I'm going (laughs) for uh, Thanksgiving. I'll be over there beforehand, so I'm gonna be right. Whenever the snow gets here is when I'm leaving, so hopefully right. I beat it. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> well, hopefully you don't get stuck on the... On the pass? On the pass. Um, we're not taking the pass, though, because we're going to Portland. Oh, you're going so. past the pass. All right. Fair enough. Boo. I thought I'd be funny, you know, but it failed. <laughs> As it was coming out, I realized... Yeah. Nah. We East, all have duds. East... <laughs> Next. Aesop Winston. Next scene. Esau, I mean, Cal, mm-hmm. Utah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he's got like a ton of touchdowns this year. Mm-hmm. Just you could pick, pick them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I just uh, Esau what, four is, against UCLA. I just love love that kid. He's he's got such a good attitude and such a good. Uh, approach to the way he he uh, approaches every game. I mean, I don't know what happened this year where he actually fumbled the ball once, twice, twice. I mean, I'm I'm talking about though he actually fumbled a ball. Like it it seemed impossible before this year. So it turns out he is human. But yep, and he dropped two. But he plays with yeah. such a chip on his shoulder. He does. And it's, how about this? I mean, he was told by a low level coach. 
you will never play D1 football. You are too slow. You are too small. Yeah, and now now he's he's a starting receiver on a team that has no shortage of receivers. A star starting <laughs> receiver. Like it's him and Brandon this year, it kinda mm-hmm. seems like at times. And and even though you know the ball's coming, you know, number eight's way. Yeah. You can't stop him. The boy can ball. And I hope he gets a shot to continue that because um I think he's only starting to scratch his potential. What a tremendous route runner. Him and Gabe he he and Gabe and uh, for the outside receivers probably the two best route runners I've seen, um, in Leach's time at least. Yeah. Uh, possibly ever their their ability to stack people and uh, <laughs> there are times when we see it up in the box yeah or uh, you know wherever we're at either on TV or um, up in the stands and. We're we're saying we're calling out exactly what's coming. The DB has to know what's coming, mm-hmm. and he still gets beat. Yeah, <laughs> it's got, and I'm sure it's frustrating. And then he catches everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so just man, Aesop's time was too short here. No kidding. I really wish we had another year with him. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, he is a senior. So uh, this is college football, though. That's what makes so. It here's special. the deal, though. He's got two games to really have an impact mm. well possibly three but uh he's been he's been the guy him and brandon have been the guys so far this year and i could just see him balling out against uh well oregon state i i plan on him balling out mm-hmm. against their secondary but against washington would be a coming out party for him mm-hmm. that would be a great showcase game for and we're talking nfl yeah that would be awesome if he came to play in that one and just maybe took over the game at some point in the game. Yeah. As a receiver. Because Anthony's going to let it fly. Mm-hmm. It's coming to him. That catch against Stanford. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Triple coverage. Yeah. In the end zone. He got wide. Held on to it. What a baller, man. Like I said, he plays with that chip on his shoulder. Opportunity comes his way. He doesn't often let it go. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move on. Trey Tinsley. The model. Mm-hmm. Of Kugdom. Yeah. He's been here for four years. Never got a chance to start. He's only played a handful of snaps. Uh, he does hold for every every kick. But um, give it up. Hats off to Trey Tinsley. Mm-hmm. That kid could have yeah. transferred. Um, <laughs> according to Leach, he feels like he could start from probably up to eight teams in this conference. Hmm. And I've been looking at the quarterbacks and he probably could. He's he's a he's a great thrower of the football and um man, it's really too bad that he never got a chance to shine, you know. Yeah. But uh there's only so much pie, man. Yeah, there's only one football and only one quarterback can be out there at a time, so um big time holder. He's done a great great things for Coog uh, Nation these last four years. He definitely deserves um, all the credit for sticking around and being a mentor to all the the guys, especially mm-hmm. Gardner last year. Um, again, could have transferred out any one of the last three years and said, you know what, I want my time. Mm-hmm. But he's been a great Cougar through and through. So and um, you never, you, know, <laughs> you always see him engaged too. Right, like he's always he's always right in the, there. You know, he's always dapping up Anthony. Like yeah. they're like. 
college frat buddies. It's yeah. <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool to see. He's the first one to greet him and all that stuff. So Trey has been a model cougar. Um, Anthony Gordon. A.G. A.G. Air Gordon. He waited his turn. Mm-hmm. And uh, he has really balled out this year. For some reason, people don't get it. People have been all over the, we need to get some other quarterback in there. Because we've been losing. Or he's not clutch. Or, oh. Uh, whatever the excuse is. Mm-hmm. Anthony's on pace for a 5,000-yard season. Yeah. That, what's that? has been done five times? Four times? Mm-hmm. And NCAA, NCAA history. Yeah. We're not talking about Wazoo. He is already the 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 Washington State career, or excuse me, not career, but season touchdown leader. Leader yeah. with 39, like we said. And he's still got two to three games left. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I'm talking about packing it on. Yeah. <laughs> Setting the bar high for the next guy, that's for sure. Anthony, man, he I really like him as a quarterback, and I've I've really enjoyed watching him and seeing him go out there with our team. His attitude, the way he approaches the game, everything about him, I just uh, he's one of those guys again, man. The last two years we've been blessed with quarterbacks who we can actually absolutely get behind, and uh, we just have too short a time with them. Um, this kid could have had incredible numbers if he had started last year. Yeah. Like, yeah. career numbers here. Yeah, this, that's the thing is he, he just kept working, though, and he got his shot, and that's that's what it is in college, and that's why so many guys transfer because you only have so much time to mm. do all this. And if well, you then don't you think get about, your shot, you know. You think about Gage over. transferring in. Yeah. Gage grew brood. Um, and and he could have easily said, you know what, screw this. I don't want to yeah. compete. Yeah, I've been here for too long, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I already got to compete with Trey over here. Yeah, but it's more more about what he's done with the opportunity. Mm-hmm. I think he's done just a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he's a he's a decent defense <laughs> away from being right where uh, Gardner was. Being eight and two. Yeah, right where Gardner was, and with potential still to win the Apple Cup. So, I mean, that's got to be the goal for him, is win the Apple Cup. Leave so this his is where mark. you leave your mark. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. that's kind of the opportunity there. Because you think about it in the cuckoo. Uh, no matter how good we've been the last several years, we've never won the Apple yeah, Cup. Cougar and quarterbacks have not been able I think to get it done. everybody... I, I've seen a lot of comments that, oh, I would have traded all those wins for an Apple Cup win. <laughs> So now it's <laughs> now it's time. Let's do it. Let's trade all those wins for the Apple Cup. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> we definitely traded the wins. Let's yeah, get yeah, something out of it for real. And <laughs> boy, yeah, talk about leaving your mark. That could be a huge opportunity right there to just win over all of Cougar. Because no matter what, no matter all the negative comments this year, and I, I again, I don't get it. I mean, he's just... He's done his part. I will say that much. Anthony has absolutely done his like, part. Like, kept the turnovers down. Um, you know, there's been a couple key ones, but you throw the ball like five, 600 times to this point. We're not mm-hmm. even... You know, we're talking about another 100, 150 throws here coming up. But you throw the ball that many times and uh, don't give it up, but... He's kept it reasonable, what, for sure. 12, 14 times. Yeah. So, um, But win the Apple Cup... And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you win the hearts. Because who couldn't win games but won the Apple Cup? 
Brink. Alex Brink, yep. <laughs> he won the Apple Cup a lot. People, people talk about him being one of the best quarterbacks in WSU history, which is... Yeah, man, Brink, man. He he had some of the worst That's interceptions I've ever seen. That's a conversation. Right but now. I do the Apple Cup. But, yo, yeah, you traded the wins for the Apple Cup. Mm-hmm. So, uh... <laughs> Who can forget Brandon Gibson holding the ball up with the WSU logo mm-hmm. <laughs> win the game? I mean, we watched. On. I remember how we watched that game. We watched that game in my apartment after it had happened, and right about as that last drive was about to happen, this girl walked in and was like, "Oh, didn't they already win? <laughs> Ruined it." <laughs> but like that took away so much from it. But I still that game was legendary. So, yeah, I mean, we still have a chance with Anthony to share a really special moment, and um, hopefully we get it done. It starts this next week, though. Get bowl eligible, so, and then uh, go from there, you know? Mm -hmm. Then it's it's Apple Cup time. Namdi Aguayo. Namdi Aguayo. Defensive end. You know, I thought he was going to be just an absolute terror. Mm-hmm. But then injuries kind of wrecked his career a little bit. Yeah. Um, But he still fought through, and he's been um, a, a... Pretty good force off the edge. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's been kind of hit and miss with our defensive line this year. Yeah. When Hercules was here, though, causing problems, Namdi was coming off the edge, too. And that was a one-two punch that was real fun to watch mm-hmm. um, in his younger days. So uh, Namdi has stuck with it. He's still a big part of the defensive line rotation. And mm-hmm. um, he's had a nice little career here. Mm-hmm. The kid yeah. from Maryland, he's a long ways from home, too. Mm-hmm. So um, all the best to Namdi in the future. Tristan Brock, um, you know, he's he's kind of another one of those kids that's just stuck around and been more of a mentor than anything. He's gotten a few turns, uh, especially a couple years ago. He started to get some, um, but he really hasn't done much since then. There's just been so much athleticism at Rush in front of him, and uh, really in the whole linebacking core, he just hasn't been able to find a niche as a consistent player, except on special teams. He's been a nice special teams player. Mm. Yeah, love the consistency and love uh, love the dedication to Cougar Nation. So, I mean, Tristan, we haven't had a lot of time to, or a lot of uh, moments with him, but overall, he uh, he's one of those guys that has just been around, and it's kind of surprising. Like, everybody you're saying, I'm like, really? The senior? I know. Yeah, we're almost, we're almost done. I do remember Tristan having a nice game uh, against Stanford back... Uh, a few years, uh, not not last year. Would have had to been the first, like five years ago. The first out of the four wins. No, no, the loss, the, the loss. Oh, here. the loss. Yeah, that's right. The loss here. Yeah, right? he did play a lot in that game. Yeah. Um, Twenty fifteen. Jeez, it's been that long already. Yeah. Good grief. We've owned Stanford though <laughs> since, since that miss kick. <laughs> They yeah, it should be five in a row. By the way, since that missed kick, we we've we've done it. Yes, we we we've tipped the edge with Stanford, which Stanford's so sick of it too. Uh, yeah, everybody's. Oh, there's nothing better than watching David Shaw after a Washington State game mm-hmm. go into the press conference. Yeah. <sighs> well, we prepared for this game all year. <laughs> that was great, man. Last year when yeah. he did that, oh man, he was so heartbroken, mm-hmm. and it was. It was he sad, wanted but it that was one. also uplifting. Because I, I, all I remember from that game is when 
that well, I remember a lot from that game, but out of Shaw uh, was when he they scored a touchdown. I think uh, what's his name, uh, tall wide receiver. Oh, Thega Whiteside. Yeah, yeah. When he scored a, t- a touchdown on a play he had drawn up, that little smirk on David <laughs> Shaw's <laughs> the mouth. little smirk of pump fist he, pump. No, yes. he he did the little. He had the the clipboard and stuff, and he did a little like, yeah, he did it. I got him. I understand now. I see. And it it wasn't um, long but... after that that we were just kicking to win the game. And the frustration settled back in. So yeah. I just, it was so funny because I just, I just love it. Poor David Shaw, man. <laughs> Poor David Shaw. Just can't figure out WSU. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so but yeah, Tristan, uh, big time, been here for, seems, I guess it seems like forever. Mm-hmm. And also, it seems like he hasn't hardly been here at all. So, because mm-hmm. he um, kept expecting him after that Stanford yeah. game to have a shot. At one point, it was going to be Tristan Brock's turn yeah. to have a shot, and we were going to see. But mm-hmm. Again, though, special teams has... And kudos to guys like him who have really stepped special teams up, because you remember... Special oh, teams God. used to be an adventure. Oh, my goodness. It remember used... Rutgers running it back? I remember everybody running it back. Well, yeah, okay, fair enough. Our special teams used to be the worst thing about Cougar football, and that was saying a lot. When we punted, it was like, no. <laughs> Every time we'd punt, it please, was like, Can white you just knucklers. do it out of bounds? We literally did say that. <laughs> Can we just kick it out of bounds? Kickoffs, actually, we started kicking it out of bounds. And so. there were finally times when we started, like, we went to the rugby-style punt just to get away from all of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we went to a receiver at punter so that we could just rugby-style it and avoid all of the nonsense that happens <laughs> on returns. Two against Cal. Oh, Two against UCLA this year again. But, uh, man, it, but it's been a lot better in the last three, four years. Yeah, that Tristan UCLA game was reasons. more of a flashback to our special team yeah, struggles God. rather than a trend that has continued. Yeah. Yeah. I was really worried about that um, after that game. Let's move on. Carson Block. We just... No, no, no. Oh, no, no. Brock. Tristan Brock. I thought he was like, <laughs> Carson Brock. I know, Brock. they threw us wow. off with that. Brock and Block. <laughs> Brock and Block. Block has actually played, um, he's been on and off uh, a pretty good player. Sometimes he'll flash. Mm-hmm. Um, again, not the athletic ability, but just works so hard. Um, kind of like what's his name last year? Uh, the center, or nose tackle. Um, mm-hmm. We all know who you're talking about. Yes, sir, you do. <laughs> Anyways, Carson has done a nice job. Uh, it seems like every time you kind of forget about him, he makes a play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, you're like, oh, oh yeah, back. he's back in there. Okay. <laughs> uh, really nice uh, career. Again, one of those special team standouts. And um, he has gotten his chance a little bit um, into this season. Uh, he's always smiling. Yeah, man. he is. He's he just always smiles ear to ear. It's it's fun to see. He's kind of got that fat kid smile, but he's actually quite fit. So, it's it, when I say fat kid, I mean like that jolly smile. Like it's it's yeah. Wait, Carson came from junior college. Mm-hmm. Yes, Why does he it sure seem did. like he's been here for a lot longer than that? I don't know. It didn't seem like it to me. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, Carson, yeah, great kid. He's only this is his second year playing. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
Maybe that's why I didn't recognize Okay. All right. Well, Carson's kind of made up a name for himself then coming on because uh, I thought he had been here for a lot longer than that. No, no. To he's... step into some sort of role, that's nice. Yeah. Nice little career. Anyway, yeah. moving on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, if it'll pop up here. No, Next was no, Gage no, no, Gabrud, no, no, no. I believe. Okay, let's talk about Gage. Gabrud, uh, man. He gave me my worst cougar memory. One of them. <laughs> <laughs> and that was before he was here. Oh, my goodness. Oh, come on now. Yeah. You know, before that game, I remember, I remember walking into the stadium like, it's not going to happen this year because it happened with Portland State. And I was like, we've learned our lesson, whatever. But then they had an NFL receiver. Gage Gabru came out of nowhere as a freshman. Uh, we're talking about the Eastern Washington get win over Washington State. Mm. Uh, I mean, I thought was absolutely heartbreaking. And his run into the end zone to seal things was probably the most heartbreaking. That happened thing in such slow happened. motion for me. In a while, but then, I mean, then UCLA happened this year, and it it, it felt just as bad. But <laughs> hold, so up, hold up, that. hold up, hold up, hold up, talking about that Easter that that run, that specific run. Okay, leading up to that, oh, this was the most nerve wrecking game. First of all, for me and Caleb, because we were sitting there in the student section, which was a huge mistake. Oh my God, it was a mistake. And what was it? The, the little horn? Yeah, they had one there of those was, there, was, horns. there was a guy with Viking a round... style. Just mm-hmm. all second half long, so you had a headache. And then a the guy came and sat like right next to you. Yeah. There's a whole empty row. And the guy like snuggles up. I'm not even kidding you. Snuggles up next to Caleb. Oh, man. Oh, my God. I, was I like, did not want to talk at that I moment. was like, bro, excuse me? He's like, he kept saying, this is crazy. How much were we favored to win by? I was like, can we stop talking about that right now? Like, the game is going on. Like, it's getting kind of intense. And he wouldn't stop. It was full on intense It was at that almost point. a fight. Like, <laughs> it was almost a fight because he would not let it go. There was a full Up row in, in front and a full row in back and all of the rows on the side. We had, like, separated ourselves. Mm-hmm. We purposely moved so people wouldn't talk to us. And then here comes this drunk kid. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. In fact, it's so crazy. I got so frustrated. I wanted to move away from everybody. Yet yeah, here you are. And then there were a couple of Eastern Washington fans, the girls. Come on, the... Eeks. Oh, my God. Come on, Eeks. <laughs> I hear that in my dreams from time to time. That was... Dreams. Thanks, Gage. Straight up Thank nightmares. Thank you, Gage, for providing me with nightmares for the rest of my life. <laughs> Luckily. Well, well, it just it wasn't quite as good for him the next time he was here. And then it hasn't... Uh, Hasn't kind of played out the way he was hoping it would uh, this year, obviously, but still has been. Um, it's just... so rough. He did, he hasn't even got the backup snaps, but you understand why. Um, man, that, that's so rough because he he chose his last year to be here, and um, like I said, there's just not enough pie, man. And mm-hmm. we're gonna play the best guy, and um, 
you got to be the best guy to play. So right. Gage is a tremendous quarterback. He had a great career with Eastern Washington. We're glad he gave WSU a try. Absolutely. Um, I, and, you know, he gave, if not for that injury, who knows, in the spring. Mm-hmm. So uh, not, yeah. he didn't just give a try. I mean, he gave a whole year to us and, like, well, the really other thing, too, Anthony is I think I think he did push the other uh, quarterbacks. And I think that's – Anthony had to make a decision at that point to either be the guy or get skipped again. And I think that pushed him. That could so have a lot to do with Gage's yeah, arrival and the way he approached things. Cause, yeah, because Anthony wasn't even the second guy, um, according to Leach, uh, last year. Um, well, at, but, yeah, in the beginning, towards the end, he was. Right. He was. But, I mean, before – um, you know, yeah, before right, Anthony spring. came on at the very end yeah, of Anthony fall. Yeah, Anthony came on at the end of fall, and then, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's crazy, but it seems to be what pushed him over. Right, right. <laughs> and Gage, Gage is a yeah, tremendous quarterback, and so to beat him out, uh, Gage, Gage did just come and inspire uh, a lot of competition here. And, I mean, good for him for coming and, and playing for a bigger school and getting that experience, uh, hopefully. I think he gets a shot somewhere. Maybe not NFL, but, like, who knows? Yeah. yeah. Somewhere. And then from there, uh, he's got enough talent to be able to make a mark. And then uh, who knows? Who knows? Maybe yeah. you, move, you Doug Flutie your style or Doug Flutie style your way up. Mm-hmm. You know, and and there's a lot of football to be played, I think, for Gage Gerbrud coming up. So, uh, yeah. Stay hopefully with the, he's stay used with this year to just get healthy. Yeah, so absolutely. Uh, Brandon Arcanado, our final graduate senior. Arcanado, the uh, the receiver who Leach says is is the most consistent, um, probably in the country. Uh, he doesn't have the speed. He doesn't have uh, a lot of things. Right? I mean, he was real small for the longest time. It's kind of the last year and a half, maybe really kind of grown into him. A, a solid receiver, 60193. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty right solid. about that. That's a pretty solid receiver and um, just makes all the right uh, all the right decisions on the field, it seems. Well, those kids obviously can be counted on. He has six 100 yard games this year. <laughs> if He's, you would have told me heading into this year that Brandon Arcanado would be the guy, if he gets our, two more, he will be the single season Pac 12 leader. <laughs> In 100-yard games. That's crazy. And he could. I mean, we got Oregon State, whose defensive secondary is suspect, and then maybe a bowl game. I don't expect him to do it against Washington, but, you know, you know. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking if there's one receiver that can do it against Washington, it's him. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, because of how he plays and where Anthony looks for The role he plays, him. yeah. And this is actually the first time. Were we without, were we without River that... I feel like we might have been without River that uh, that the Apple Cup with with Luke, but um, at any rate, this might be the first time where we've had a an actual guy in the middle. Uh, you could say Sweet was, but I, I don't think he was as consistent. Uh, an actual threat in the middle of the field against Washington that we can just kind of throw it to and throw it to and throw it to that they're going to have to respect. This will be the first time because I haven't seen us do as long as we stress that, yeah. I think we would have. I mean, that's what Anthony does. I think we would have if not for a snowstorm affecting the way that we approached the game last year. But um, also, we didn't have 
I mean, Arcanado has the size that Sweet never had, and you know that's right. that's one of the that's one of the main things that makes it somehow different. he came in as like a little tiny beanpole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> one of the green beans. Yeah. Um, so yeah, looking forward to uh, a big last two or three games from him, um, and just what a career! I mean, he came in as a walk-on. Worked his way into, and it seemed every spring we were like, maybe this 19 kid. Yeah, it seemed maybe. like he always seemed like he was on the fringe of being there. And then he just, he missed a lot of opportunities in games early on in his career. Mm-hmm. And it just prevented him. He he wasn't the consistent guy he became this year. And it was like, always seemed like, oh, Arcanado's open. And then he'd throw it and he, it, there'd be a drop or something. Mm-hmm. Or he'd fall. And it was just like. Ah, he like he had. You could see the potential, but since those things happened in my brain, I counted him out as far as a consistent receiver. And I was like, if Ark's all we got in the middle, we're we're a little bit in trouble there. <laughs> but boy, has that proved to be wrong. So, man, Ark, we're gonna miss you. We wish we had uh, more more time. But another dang, late bloomer that it just seems like another a- late bloomer. We have a lot of late bloomers who stepped up this year. And that's what's crazy is um, we do have a lot of guys like that that are stepping up into these big roles that weren't there before. As much as we talk about not having leadership and whatnot, we've also had a lot of guys that never were in the role before. So that's a good point. I mean, it's such a such a unique year as far as that goes, and that's what makes college football so special. Is you do have these years where not everything comes together because we didn't get that big leader this year. We didn't get that. You know, that guy that could pick everybody up. I mean, Anthony was... Anthony is about as close as you get. Was as close as you get, but unfortunately... And I think in some ways, he really has been that guy. Well, he's been that guy, but But from from the quarterback perspective, right? Everybody expects that from the quarterback. Yeah. You need that other guy who's going to lift up his group, uh, whether it be the running backs. I remember James Williams and... uh, um, uh, Jamal Jamal Morrow Morrow. used to be used to be the guys that would like be like we're taking this personal they used to talk about as a group they were going to be the best group on the team right and they used to fight to do that and they lead by example so that elevated the play of the wide receivers i remember gabe made a comment one time uh i can't remember when this interview was but he made a comment one time that they think they're the best group but i we're going to be the best group and it was it was kind of a healthy competition to have (laughs) and we haven't had that this year because you've had so many people stepping into new roles and then they're done like yeah just them being seniors we expect them to do it but they haven't had the reps and the and the time on the field to develop that mentality and kind of the natural respect that you gain after your body of work so for sure i mean it's been a unique year but i'm still i'm still optimistic and hopeful if we go to a bowl brother i'm gonna be so excited and i i think we have a chance to get our invitation this Saturday mm. and um Oregon State is no slouch anymore. We can't just count that as a win, but I think this is a winnable game because I honestly don't think they can score as much as us. I don't think so either. <laughs> as long as the good offense shows up and not the cow offense or whatever, we're we're good. Yeah, I think uh I think this is gonna be a an, an earth-shattering game for our offense. Hopefully our defense can come to play and get a few turnovers because I think it's, it's well, even just two turnovers. I think two or three turnovers and, and we'll win this game going away, much like we did the Stanford game. But Jake Luton now, he's been playing a lot better. And uh, 
So it's going to be very interesting, and he's a little more experienced than the Beavs have got to be but... thinking this is their last chance to get into a bowl. Too. This is their last, um, their best chance. The the I think the loser of this game. Yeah, it's going to be hard to get into. So a bowl. I so I think this is this is going to be an all out. I I've been waiting this to is use the, bowl, the word bowl, bowl. Donnie Brook <laughs> for a while. Why have you been waiting to use that word? Just because. It just pops up every once in a while, but there's just not a good spot for it. But I think this is going to be... It sounds like you're in the 20s. This is back to like... <laughs> well, they had some pretty good hey, announcers are, in the 20s. We are almost to the 20s again. Yeah. We're almost 2020. We're, we're back to the back to the roaring 20s. It's 21st century. You're Brook right here. Yeah, boy. <laughs> anyway. At any rate, I think this is going to get us... This is, uh, is kind of back to Oregon State, Washington State... Um, Rivalry mm-hmm. type deal right here because we've kind of owned them for a little bit. It's been, gosh, it's been a struggle at times. Last year we were down at half. The year before that, we were down at half last year. Yeah, that's barely. hard to believe. I know. We took off in the second half. The but year uh, before that, it was a super struggle. Or no, it wasn't a struggle. We dominated at home. Yeah, but, but the year before that, we came off the bus real slow. Yeah, came off that the long bus, bus ride. Yeah. So luckily we don't have to endure that. Uh, they have to endure a slight bus ride. I think from Moscow to Pullman. Yeah. Hopefully they keep the bus nice and cold. <laughs> not that they're not used to it. But uh, at any rate, senior day. Ooh, we're going to be there. You're going to be there? Mm-mm. I'm going to watch on TV. I got to save my money for Apple Cup. Oh, yeah. Okay. I wish I was going to Apple Cup. You know, I've never been to an Apple Cup win. <laughs> You've never. Oh, well, I guess chances are slim that you're to hit one. <laughs> we don't. We don't win that game a lot, but when we do, it is glorious. Well, hopefully, we do it again this year. But I'm not going to be there for it. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I'm like Peyton. Maybe I'm bad luck for the Apple Cup. Who knows? <laughs> it never goes well. But anyways, um, big time game this weekend. We're ready. I'm sure you're ready. Actually, it's going to be... By the time you guys get this, it's going to be tomorrow. So, mm-hmm. it's late in the week. It's happened quickly. Yep. This week went flew by. Let's get it. Let's get to a bowl or a bowl eligible and then uh, worry about everything else from there. Beat the beeves. Go Cougs. Go Cougs.